Yo, so we back here for another edition of your mother. And this episode is going to be about the Mortal Kombat reboot movie. Now, I did a pre-review probably about a month ago or two about how I speculate it was going to be hot garbage. And while it wasn't extremely bad, it gets 10% on my Rotten Tomatoes, right? Now, I cover pop culture, so it, what would... What would a podcast be that covers pop culture without covering this shit, right? Plus, like I said in my previous video, I grew up on Mortal Kombat, right? Since its conception in 1991. I think I might have been, what, seven or eight years old. So it was a long time ago, almost 30 years ago. Actually, 29 years ago to be exact. But I grew up on it, right? Fan fav uh, favorite of mine. Especially when I used to play video games. I'm in my late 30s now. I don't really fucking play video games. Because life is a video game. And I'm trying to win this shit. So. I don't do too many fucking video games now. Plus they come out with a new console every five years. That does the exact same shit as the one before. It just looks better. Right? And I'm not a fucking. I'm not a fucking. Con over consumer. Right? I don't buy shit just because you give it a small minor update. I mean, to be realistic, the video graphics have been the same since 2000 and roughly about 2010. So for the last decade, they've come up with probably like two or three different consoles. That the special effects, they pretty much look the same, right? With small variations. Truth be told, they look better. The games are actually, like, in my opinion, are a lot more trash. They're boring, right? I don't need video games to mirror real life, right? And don't get me wrong, special effects is good. But they only really look good during the storyline play, play mode, right? When you're playing the shit, it doesn't look as good as the damn play mode. So... To me, it's actually an unnecessary update. Especially, like I said, when they do the exact same shit. I guess the PlayStation 5, you can now go online. But you can do that shit with the PlayStation 3. So it's like, really, what the fuck's the point? Right? All they're doing is jacking the price up, making the shit look better, and charging you more money. If I'm not mistaken, the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 2 play DVDs and Blu-rays, so to me, I think it's unnecessary to go out and get the newest console, I think people just get it because they say, they because they can say they got it, who gives a fuck, that's stupid, and aside from that, if you're over the age of 30 playing video games, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life, but this ain't what that episode's about, it's about the reboot of the Mortal Kombat franchise movie, and I have to say, visually, it looked good, right, extremely good. Now, like I was saying before, some loud mouth ass kids walked by my car. The visual effects look really good, right? Something that the 1994, 1990, I want to say six or seven. I forgot what date the first two movies came out, right? Who gives a fuck? Google it. But the unfair disadvantage that the first two movies had was that technology hadn't been as advanced as it is now, right? 
but they really weren't shooting the movies the first time with a lot of special effects so I don't really fault it in my opinion the first two movies actually actually were classic gold because they actually looked very parallel to the video games they followed the storylines closely they didn't mix up the characters um or at least they gave chronology of characters right parallel to the video games like you didn't see fucking characters from Mortal Kombat 3 and Mortal Kombat 1 likewise you didn't see characters in Mortal Kombat 4 and Mortal Kombat 2 right they kind of kept it in perspective so that people that were fans of the video games could follow the fucking movies right but Hollywood tries to do what it always does right appeal to a wide audience which in my opinion as a niche franchise that's a stupid fucking strategy to even start with right should always leave with your advantage follow your niche market your niche market likes one thing do that thing and do it well right especially if you're gonna like follow a video game the video game literally writes the plot line now like I said before they fucked up because they were trying to appeal to a wider audience which is why the movie budget was 50 million dollars and the damn budget to date or box office to date last time I checked last night was uh 10.7 million dollars so they haven't even scratched 50 percent of the budget back which means the movie was a flop as it should be right because we don't give a fuck about special effects if it doesn't follow the goddamn original premise now if you watch batman if you watch superman movies even though they have better technology Superman always starts off with him coming to crypt, uh, Kansas, Missouri in a spaceship being raised by um, his earthling parents, growing up, going to school, graduating, going to college, graduating and getting a job at the Daily Planet. That's always been the premise, even if they don't show it in that the 1974 Christopher Reeves version format, they at least give you the backstory of him living with his earthling parents and getting a job at the daily uh, planet day uh, the daily planet like it's the same with batman batman even if they don't show his family being killed they always give you flashbacks of his family being killed him growing up becoming batman going through all the trials and tribulations of learning martial arts and all that fly shit and even getting a suit together to become batman now Batman always basically reboots from the beginning. It never starts in the middle. There hasn't been a Batman where he's 50 years old teaching a younger Batman or even fucking a younger Robin or even an alternative Robin. I think it was like three Robins, right? One that went on to become the new Batman. They don't start from the midpoint. They always start from the original basic premise, right? That's what the fuck you got to do. But these new age motherfuckers go to school to be screenwriters and I don't know why Hollywood always tries to reinvent the wheel sometimes right when I say Hollywood these studios now the reason this movie was terrible wasn't from the visual standpoint everybody that was in the in the movie pretty much looked and acted the part of the original cast members right now what's minor problems but some shit you can overlook like 
could Jax had been a little bit more brolic? Yeah. Could Sonya had been a little bit more athletically built? Yeah. Could the bitch not have been, been a fucking living in a trailer park even though she was a federal agent? Yes. That didn't make any sense. You have a fucking FBI agent that at the least makes 90 grand a year. In this movie, what the fuck was she doing living in a goddamn trailer park? That that was one, right? But it was some shit you could overlook. Uh, s- several other things you could overlook. You could overlook the fact that um, Scorpion wore a fucking hood the whole movie, which was stupid. But his costume still looked the port- part. Um, so we can overlook that. Um, we can't overlook the fact that they had a new character, but I'll get into him. Um, something else that we can overlook, the fact that um, Kano didn't have his signature metal plate around his laser beam eye. Um, that was something that was annoying, but it was I was able to overlook it because he, he was an Australian guy, actor, or at least he acted Australian. Might have been British. Who knows? right um he could have been a little tougher looking right a little bit more buff uh he could have had his signature buzz cut haircut from the video games whatever though you know what I'm saying shit like that you can overlook um scorpion like i said wore the hood most of his fight scene but he looked the part uh, i have no qualms with sub-zero he looked badass shang soon act- actually looked like a fucking transgender drag queen. I didn't like that. But I was able to overlook it. Because he did have his signature. Flawless victory or your soul is mine. Uh, Luke Kane looked like a feminine ass uh, gay motherfucker. right? But I was able to overlook that. Because he did have his signature fireball. He did have his signature uh, bicycle kick. So you know what I'm saying. That was on the level. However I can't overlook the fact that they didn't leave with the core characters. There was no Johnny Cage, but we'll get to that later on in the end of this podcast. Um, I guess leading into the things that I didn't like that they started off with, right? They didn't have the core members. That was a problem. Um, the characters also had this stupid Mortal Kombat birth signature or uh, birthmark or some shit burned into their skin. That was stupid. I didn't like that. Uh, also, um, as they got closer to the at world, they started gaining powers. Now in Mortal Kombat, all the characters came fully equipped with their powers, right? Because this is a magical world. It's a world of imagination land. You ain't gotta really, you know what I'm saying, add too much. Hold on one second, y'all. Yeah, so like I was saying, they came with their powers in the original one. This one, they had to develop their powers, right? <clears throat> Which I didn't like that shit. That was stupid as fuck. Because if we're playing a world of imagination, right? Like in Batman, super villains, they got they got superpowers. They don't really need to explain it. It's it's it's, it's a world of make believe, right? Sort of with the Marvel Marvel movies. You don't ask why Colossus is made out of metal or Wolverine has claws, right? Like, real people don't have that shit. But it's understood that it's a world of make-believe. So, they're mutants. Everything else, fire can come out motherfuckers' hands. People can lift up metal. It's understood that it's not real. That's how Mortal Kombat should be. It's a world of make-believe. So, their their power should have just came along with them like they did in the original fucking movies. 
Now, in the original movies, Jax, you know, he had bionic arms. They looked actually better. Um, he shot rockets out of his arms. Sonya Blade had her lasers that came out her fist, right? You didn't have to explain that shit because, well, it's a fucking movie and it's in the world of make-believe. This one, they, like I said, they had the Mortal, Gram- Mortal Kombat burned into their side. Like, I guess it was a birthmark to dictate if they were actually worthy to be world defenders of the uh, planet Earth, which I thought was stupid, right? Um, in the first one, just because they was badass and whipped ass, and that's why they was chosen. Um, so I, I thought that was stupid. Not only that, in the course of the movie, as Sonya Blade uh, defeats Kano, she gets the birthmark because she defeats him, and then she gains powers. That was stupid, right? Um, not only that, um, while they were, I guess, training or getting closer to the at world, Kano developed the laser beam, which was stupid in itself because when he went back to the trailer to fight Sonya Blade, he had a fucking, she threw a bottle of acid in his face and it short circuit his laser beam. Now, I don't know about you, if they had just gone with the original premise that Kano would actually put a laser beam in his own eye to uh, reinforce him being a mercenary, then why the fuck would his laser beam short circuit? That was stupid. Um, so I, I wasn't feeling that. Another thing I wasn't feeling, the movie doesn't start out with Luke Kane being the original like star character which it should have been but instead of like following the fucking obvious they actually invented a whole new character right Cooper Young Uh, I don't know if he was white I don't know if he was half Asian half white I guess I read in the review that he was actually one of the children of one of the original castmates in the original Mortal Kombat Um, that was stupid because One, we have a character that was unnecessary. He was unneeded. And then two, he had a stupid power, right? They gave him like a body armor, armadillo looking shit. I I don't know what the fuck that was, right? They could have went the whole movie without inventing this guy. Because it took focal point off of Luke Kang. Like in the original one and even the video games, the whole reason that Luke Kang has a vendetta with Shang Tsung of the at world was because his son or his brother was a monk and was killed by Shang Tsung that was his whole motivation to go into the Mortal Kombat tournament and every other character was kind of like chosen because they were chosen by Raiden to be Earth's defenders so that made more logical sense that followed the video game that's what they should have rolled off of instead of giving them the birthmarks with the Mortal Kombat emblem um, that was just stupid. It, it was unnecessary. You didn't need it. What else did I did not like? I didn't like the fact that, um, in my opinion, most of the characters were too tiny. Scorpion, in, in the video game, Scorpion and Sub-Zero were at least six foot two. So they should have been taller. And I know a lot of people was out there saying, well, Asian people aren't that tall. That's actually not true. The average height of an Asian, Asian in China it's roughly between five foot six and six foot three, right? They're not relatively short people. Hollywood just depicts that because of Bruce Lee and Jet Li and Jackie Chan. But the average person from China, man, is about roughly five foot ten, five foot six foot. So they should have actually had bigger characters, but with 
um, shooting angles and trickery and, and, and cinematography. Like I said, there's certain things you could overlook. However, it was noticeable sometimes, like during the fight scenes when they panned out the camera. Um, me personally, I think Idris Elba should have played Jax just because he was bigger. The guy that played Jax, while he wasn't a short guy, he wasn't as bulky as the video game Jax or even the one from the original Mortal Kombat. Uh, the movie that is so I didn't really like that but I was able to overlook that shit uh, I didn't like the fact that Scorpion literally showed up halfway through the movie right so in the video games in the first original movies Liu Kang has a vendetta with Shang Tsung for killing his brother Scorpion and Sub-Zero are enemies because well if you follow the video games you know why they didn't have that same shit. Now, in the original movies, I didn't like the fact that Shang, uh, uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero were actually henchmen for Shang Tsung. So they didn't actually do a lot of fighting with each other into the second movie when Sub-Zero had the scar and no mask. Um, but I was able to overlook that shit in the original ones. This one, they could have actually made Scorpion and Sub-Zero arch enemies. That would have been easy to do. That would have been more entertaining. Um, but, you know, I mean, they tried. It still was stupid. Not only that, the character Cooper Young. He was stupid as fuck. Like I said, he was unnecessary. They didn't need to invent a white character. He looked white, right? Even if he wasn't white. They didn't need to invent him. Yeah, they didn't need to invent him. They could have left him out. Um... And like I said, he was supposed to be the descendant of Scorpion, which was why Sub-Zero was hunting him down. That was stupid. It was unnecessary. I, I just, I didn't like that. They could have they could have done without it. They could have literally followed the original plot line. It would have been better, in my opinion, and as an avid Mortal Kombat fan. Then I also didn't like the fact that, like I said, they invented a character... At the end of the movie, he went on to retire from mixed martial arts and go to Hollywood to become an actor. Now, aside from the fact that I said that he was unnecessary, he actually could have played a necessary role, right? Basically, this guy was is relatively unknown as an actor. Uh, they could have actually just used him as Johnny Cage. That was something that the movie was lacking. There wasn't a Johnny Cage initially like it was in the first two Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and this guy went on to actually go to Hollywood to become an actor. And he looked like Johnny Cage. Like they could have literally just used him as Johnny Cage. As opposed to at the end, him retiring from mixed martial arts, going to Hollywood to become a, a martial arts actor. Uh, which I'm assuming they did that because they're probably going to do a sequel, right? Even though this shit flopped, they're actually going to do a sequel. And I think that he's going to be Johnny Cage. I think he's going to literally change his name to Johnny Cage. And he's going to be in the second one. If my foresight is right. And I don't think it's wrong because the dude did look like Johnny Cage. However, that shit was all unnecessary. Like, even if you make him in a sequel, Johnny Cage goes on to become, become a martial arts actor and changes his name from Cooper Young to Johnny Cage 
That shit's stupid. That was that's unnecessary. Like you don't even need to do that. Just follow the logical plot line. But who am I, right? I'm not in Hollywood, so um people aren't gonna give a fuck in Hollywood about my opinion. However, they should take certain criticism from the fans, right? Because sometimes the fans, we be on to something, right? That we might not be the best in casting or even screenwriting. But we are keen on the fucking plot lines that we grew up on. And that's something that Hollywood should fucking follow as a formula. Now, I did like the fact that they did have Reptile in the movie. And he actually was a, a reptile like he originally was in the first one. I would have preferred to see him actually cloak up and get into a costume like they did in the first one but whatever uh, I like the fact that Melina with minor changes to her character still looked like Melina now she could have had the face mask the purple face mask but they gave her a purple costume and she did have the grotesque claws in her mouth or fangs in her mouth which she has in the video game they did change it up and give her different hair right they they, they made her I don't even want to say that they changed her ethnicity because in the video game, she looks brown. So maybe she's a brown Asian. In this one, she still could pass for a brown Asian. Um, But she had cornrows, which I thought was a good update because the straight back hair didn't make a lot of sense. And on top of all that, it's outdated. What I didn't like is the fact that they presented her early on in the movie, right? Because... She didn't come along to Mortal Kombat 2. So I, I really could have did without her. Especially if you're not going to have her counterpart, Katana. Which was the princess of the at world. But what are you going to do? Um, other minus changes that I really didn't like was the fact that they, uh, they put Cabal in the movie. Everybody that follows the video game, you know who Cabal is. The guy that can run real fast. He was Kano's um, enemy and shit. But he never got to kill Kano in the first one because, well, Kano was elusive. So he didn't come along into Mortal Kombat 2 um, or Mortal Kombat 3. I want to say Mortal Com- Ultimate Mortal Kombat. Like I said, I didn't like the fact that they mixed up characters from different video games. They could have left him out or at least brung him in later on in the franchise, right? Like, I don't know, Mortal Kombat 2 or Mortal Kombat 3 the sequels um i didn't like the fact that they introduced kung pao oh my bad not kung pao kung lao which was Liu kang's cousin the whole reason that kung pao was in the video game was because Liu kang had actually recruited him after the first mortal kombat and he didn't show up in the video games to mortal kombat 3 so i didn't like that i was glad that they didn't do like the first original reboot the second one and introduce cyrax and other motherfucking cyborg ninja they didn't introduce them i was glad for that they did have goro in the movie um this one was cgi versus the first one he was animatronic i think he was an animatronic robot i have no qualms with the first original uh, goro I got no problem with the CGI girl. They look the same. Um, I think they should have probably followed the storyline from the first movie and had him be like someone that 
someone that the characters could fight when they got past all the bottom ranking fighters. I also like the format that they did in the original two, which was a tournament style fighting, right? So you knew when the characters were fighting and why. This one, for some odd reason, I didn't like the fact that after they figured out the, uh, after they figured out what Kung, uh, Shang Tsung was up to, they were placed in different locations to fight each other. I didn't like that. Um, also, while I did like the fact that Raiden actually was accurate in this movie, he was Asian. He had the costume like Raiden in the video games, and he even had his his basket hat. I didn't like the fact that he really wasn't in the movie a whole lot, like he was in the first one. I also didn't like the fact that they didn't actually make his his powers like the video games or like the first movie. Now, I didn't like the first movie's Raiden because it was played by the motherfucker that was the Highlander, a white dude, and they gave Raiden white hair. That looked as stupid. But they could, in my opinion, they could have had Raiden a little bit more frequent in the movie because he does play a more pivotal role and he does become mortal so that he can actually, too, compete in the Mortal Kombat tournament. They didn't do that. I didn't like that. What else did I not like? Um, they also had a couple characters. I had to Google them. Nataro. I think they just put the bitch in the movie, right? She was the woman that was flying, floating with the wings. They put her in the movie strictly because I guess Hollywood wanted to try out their special effects. But I didn't even know who the fuck that was because she didn't come along to like Mortal Kombat 9 or 10. So now you're mixing up characters that not only are later into the franchise, video games wise speaking, but you got a character that was unnecessary, right? If you're gonna introduce a character, they could have did like Mortal Kombat 2 the movie and introduced Baraka. Everybody that plays the video games knows who that is. Um, I also like the fact that unlike the second movie, they didn't introduce Shiva, which was Goro's counterpart. I'm assuming they're going to save her for the sequel. If this movie even does good. And as it stands. The movie's been out 10 days. And it's done shit. So we may never get to see a sequel. Or at least a sequel or the reboot. If Hollywood don't get on this shit. And make it more uh, accurate. What else did I not like? I also didn't like the fact that. I didn't like the fact that they. If they were going to mix up characters, they should have just made the storyline where everybody was transported somehow through portals to the app world, right? But I'm assuming they're going to save that for the sequel once again, where we get to see Shang Tsung, we get to see um, uh, Shao Kahn, um, they're probably going to introduce Centauro, which is Goro's half-tiger, half-six-armed cousin. I hope we do. I hope we don't get more bullshit. Um, what else did I not like? Oh, that's pretty much it. I, I Those are the things that I did and didn't like. Um, out of five stars, I give this movie a two. And it only gets two stars because one, it's Mortal Kombat. And two, the special effects were nice. Um, being by Sub-Zero was killed. Goro was killed, Melina was killed, 
reptile was killed I find it real hard for them to actually reprise these characters right which they're probably going to bring in characters from Mortal Kombat 2 and Ultimate Mortal Kombat I hope they don't bring characters from Mortal Kombat 10 in the sequel that would be a fucking travesty and I'll probably give it a fucking bad review also so that's just my opinions ideals and thoughts on that if you've been entertained, informed, sorry for the spoiler alerts, right? This is for all the people that saw the, the movie. For the people that haven't seen it, you probably ain't gonna like it, so it doesn't matter. Um, I will say in the sequel, I hope that they make, I hope that they make the Cooper Young character uh, Johnny Cage. That would be a, the more logical conclusion. He goes to Hollywood, changes his name. And gets inducted back into the Mortal Kombat tournament. Um, because they didn't kill Shang Tsung, I'm assuming he's gonna be in part two. Um, I hope also that they introduce, if they are gonna mix up characters, introduce more characters and actually make them accurate looking. Um, I hope they introduce Striker, which was a police officer recruited by uh, Jax. I hope that they reprise cabal in some fashion i hope that they add smoke noob side by i hope that they um recruit ermac i hope they recruit um i forgot what the other character was he was he basically was a ninja in pink i don't know if that's ermac but i hope they reprise him oh rain i hope they rep- they bring rain in i hope they who else i hope they reprise reptile somehow I also hope that they uh, bring in smoke. That would be nice. Uh, especially because they have the special effects. I hope also that Shang Tsung isn't played by the drag queen looking guy. Now I got nothing against trannies or drag queens and cross dressers and shit like that. Um, but for casting purposes you need somebody that just for the visuals is a more menacing looking character. The guy that they had play Shang Tsung, he didn't really look masculine and he didn't look menacing. He looked soft. There's nothing against gay people. But the first guy that played Shang Tsung was actually menacing looking. He actually looked 10 times harder than the dude they cast this go round. Um, same as the same to be said with Liu Kang. Like, I know I called him gay looking and shit. Um, I don't mean to disparage the gay community. I just hope that they pick another more masculine-looking character. The dude that they casted, he was about five foot three, and he looked feminine. As a martial art uh, fighter, you gotta have somebody that matches the characters from the video games. The original Liu Kang didn't look super brolic, but he looked like he didn't take no shit. Um, and if you're doing martial arts. You look tough. I mean, look at Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee might have been the most docile, um, philosophical, and peaceful karate man, right? But there was an air about Bruce Lee. He looked like he didn't take no shit. And he looked tough. So you need somebody that even if they're not like overly masculine they at least look tough because like let's be realistic it is a fighting movie that's what we need we're like whipping ass and i don't want to sound cliche out here but 
martial arts, karate, kung fu, all that shit, it's full of macho shit. We need macho-ness. We need machismo. I'm sorry. Anyways, that's just been my thoughts, ideas, and opinions on that. If you like that, you've been entertained. That's what's up. If you thought this movie was good, or you're not a core Mortal Kombat fan, then fuck your mother.